Hello, hello. This is your host, Kiana D, coming at you with another episode of Mask Golf Crowns On. After a quick sponsorship break, we're getting right into the episode, so stay tuned. Hello, hello, Mask Off Crown Honors. This is your host, Kiana D, coming at you with another episode of Mask Off Crown On. As always, it is our hope to educate, inspire, and allow us to become our best selves. So, this week, we are with the amazing Yvette Nicholson, and I'm going to... (laughs) Yes! And I'm going to... Her, of course, as always, want to have her to share her journey with us, you know, her self-love journey. She's going to share about her business, all of that good stuff. So stay tuned and boom. So welcome back, everybody. Again, this is your host, Kiana D, and I am here with the amazing Yvette Nicholson. And yes. how are you, <laughs> I am doing well. How are you? I am great. Glad to be here. Glad to be alive. Don't you? No, amen. Look, because as we all know, it could have been the other way around. So, yes, yes. Take today as it is and say thank you and keep it moving. Yes, absolutely. Look, um, so we're gonna, um, as I said, I would like you to share your journey with us, your self love journey. Um, what things, um, kind of brought you to be more aware of the need self-love and self-care that good stuff okay so again my name is Yvette Nicholson um so a little bit about myself is that you know I was raised in Tallahassee I was raised as a single with a you know raised by a single parent um my mother and I have an older brother and um when I was younger my parents got divorced at a very very young age and I had reside with other relatives um, when I was a child. So I started residing with other relatives around 11, around 11, 12 years old. I was in middle school. And when you're living with other people in their, in your household, you miss out on a great deal of your childhood because, you know, they have their own family. They're doing their own thing. So even though I wasn't considered in foster care, I felt like a foster care child. Uh, I tell the story all the time where there were moments where my clothes stayed in bed. So when I became a child investigator and I started learning about the foster care system, I was very, I could relate to the kids that I like counseled and um, got in contact with that was in the foster care system because I sort of was like, oh, I remember doing that as I moved from place to place and relative to relative or friend to friend um, growing up. But in the process of that, I struggled so much with my self-esteem and self-image and how I felt about myself. You know, I was this heavy set, short girl, um, always seemed to be about the biggest um, in the class. Um, as I moved forward into high school, um, I had a couple of health issues that I struggled with. I still struggle with today. And it really like just tore me down. Um, and then I was bullied as well. So with all of that, I didn't really know me. I didn't know who I was. Then I moved into my 20s, went to college, really tried to find myself um, through that. 
and then I decided to give myself over to the Lord but in the midst of that I ended up joining a religious cult and um, that was designed to be like family feel something that I was seeking looking for you know looking for that mother figure looking for that father figure and was receiving that within this ministry however it was very controlling um, had everything around us was cut off including our family and I felt like I was always compared to the other women in the church because they were more prettier, they were smaller. You know, even though I was smart and I was going to college and I was getting degrees and every, anything that was asked of me I did, I still felt insignificant because I was feel like I was being compared to who I was told that were my sisters. <laughs> so my journey sort of just kept going to where I became suicidal depressed all those things and so when I left that ministry and I really had no one else to really depend on um, it got me to a place where I had to sit with myself and I had to really look at myself and I had to really take apart all the pieces um, and try to put them back together and try to figure out who am I and what is it that I really want? I've been told all my life what to do. Now is the time where I could now um, sort of like tell myself what it is that I want to do. What do I need? Mm-hmm. So I had to really sit down and it wasn't until my, my mid, my early 30s that I had the opportunity to actually do that. I didn't want to interrupt any of that because when I tell you it's amazing and your story is so powerful and so true because again, that's why I started Mask Off Crown On because we go through those cycles of childhood traumas and again, not knowing who we are and everybody just telling us, you know, what we need to do, what we need to do, what we need to do and we're out here and we're trying to do it and we're trying to do it and we're trying to do it and None of us feeling right, but we're doing it because that's what they say we're supposed to do. And right, know, exactly. And, oh my gosh, and it, you know, not even, and of course, they're not understanding as well, you know, because you know they didn't have the opportunity to dive into their childhood traumas to know that it is another option. You know, it is a way to find self and really um, know, you know, what it is that I want to do. Am I really doing it because I want to do it, or am I doing it because this is what is of me or this is right what, you know other people think you know this is what I should be doing and yeah. and yeah it started for me too right around yeah. 29 30 and you know and it's a continuous journey and I'm still right. learning you know and I'm still, still questioning myself like okay is this really what I wanted to, okay because I just want to make sure like I mean <laughs> yeah it, absolutely absolutely um for me it's always about like the next step for me like um, business-wise or personal or, you know, you're told, you know, I'm 37 years old and, you know, the pressure of, oh, when you're going to get married? Oh, when you're going to have children? And that is like the kicker for me. Asking me when I'm going to have kids, it's like a rip through because I have COS and that's post-disco ovarian syndrome, which a lot of women has it. And so I struggle with, um, uh, maybe uh, struggle with I don't know if I can have kids or not and so when you ask me well, when are you going to have kids like 
that's a touchy subject. Don't go there because mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a mother and I didn't think that at 37 that I wasn't going to be a mother. But um, it's just something that I have learned to accept. And it took a lot to do that, mm-hmm. to accept the possibilities of not being a mother biologically because, you know, adoption is always has always been an option for me. Right. Um, so that pressure of that, the pressure of being a successful business person, like, I just want to be successful. I just want to get out there and get it. And you see, like, all these people around you being successful, and you're thinking, like, oh, I'm so behind the curve. But my story, what I went through, my 20s were spent pleasing someone else. You know, my journey, mm-hmm. you know, I was never in a domestic violence relationship, but if if I had to say, have I ever been controlled and someone had power over me, I would say from 21, 2021 until I was like 31, 32, I had someone pretty much telling me what I needed to do, how to do it, when to do it, and, and all that kind of stuff. And it was designed, it was painted as, you know, this is, you're doing it for God, which absolutely do anything for God. But what we were told to do in that time was not of God way it was supposed to be mm-hmm. and so coming out of that and now on my own spiritual journey um trying to discover you know what it, what what is my faith and what do I believe and who do I serve and all those kind of things and knowing what could occur during that time it's just it has been a very a very eye-opening journey um uh, it has allowed me to be very insightful Mm-hmm. and really understand and be okay if I don't follow that you know same religious journey as my parents or my family or any or anybody in my circle and be okay with that mm-hmm. now, okay, I'm okay with that journey so I, I'm even on that kind of journey um, yeah and I, I fully understand because um, even today I was out to lunch and I ended up meeting a lovely young woman well you know young woman yes but um she's actually she's in her 60s she's 68 um i believe if i remember correctly and you know even hearing her story um through her you know um spiritual you know journey it has led her you know over time has led her to you know buddhism and so you know she you know invited me to a meeting or whatever they have coming up and i told her that i would come you know right i mean first of all it's virtual right now because know everything that's still going on so why not right. or this is like the best time if I am going to you know going to need for that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and it's like because like like you said I myself have opened my eyes to just exploring all the possibilities of life uh, yeah and taking my mind the, the the breaks the chains off my mind and the, you know and off my thinking and um and, and as far as all of as far as how we treat each other how we love how you know how we serve how do we serve this source that we have you know all this stuff and you know the more and more in question I question sometimes the more and more I feel like I'm coming apart because so much information is coming to me at one time right but you know it's all necessary and it's downloading all you know right at the right moment in the right time and and it's beautiful to see and experience now you know now that I at least know what's going on you know because you know before you know we're always on the spiritual journey mm-hmm. but again because we, we were meddled and muddled within so much of this human stuff because everybody was, again was telling us okay do this do this and that right and that does not leave room 
for spirit to grow. Absolutely. That does not leave room for us to have that relationship with him right. when we're listening to so many outside sources. Exactly. I totally agree. Um, I tell my children, my mother is um, you know, pretty much an evangelist. My dad is a pastor. And I tell my mom especially that you know, for me, I have a closer relationship with God than I did then because I have no choice but to lie on him. I have no choice but to pray and talk and, and meditate and really dig into those things because I don't have that quote unquote person to go to and be like, Oh my god, can you pray or can you tell me or what did God say or you know, all those things like you have to have that own your own type of, you know, channel with God mm-hmm. able to tell you this is the direction you need to go my child this is the direction you need to go or this is what you need to do you know those kind of things and and just trust that inner voice that inner person within you that you're you're going in the direction that you're supposed to go in and whether mm-hmm. good bad or indifferent comes from it it does not mean that it did not come from God you know yes. we, a lot of people yes. think yes. that something bad has happened that oh I, I took the wrong turn as yes we and in life we do take wrong turns but it doesn't necessarily mean that that wrong turn was from the enemy or what we consider the wrong turn because something bad has happened sometimes that's mm-hmm. God showing you hey my child I need you to trust me in this process you know like trust me like you may experience like I'm right now I'm experiencing some health issues and my mind is just all the way around trying to wrap around all this stuff that's happening within my body, which has always been a struggle and a journey. But I have no, I, I know that when I'm going through it, my faith in God increased 110% because now I'm saying, okay, yeah. God, I need you to show, you know, healing mercy on me, you know, mm-hmm. and show me what I need to do to be completely healed. And so it may be, you know, in my life where I may not be that 100% person and I'm going to always have to work on my health and my body, that kind of stuff. But it also keeps me at the feet of him praying and seeking him for healing and healing energy because I know that's what I need. So sometimes he allows you to do that. He allows things like that to happen in your life to be you know to be kneeled in front of him to seek him because when mm-hmm. we're going good we forget to seek him like that is just about when things are perfect and we forget to pray we don't even say god thank you for the good thing you know but when things are rattling in our life we tend to pray we tend to fast we tend to read the word you know we tend to seek him or higher power to get you know to get the peace that we need as we go through that process. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is that. Um, so that's the journey that I just I'm on, like when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely commend you and praise you and support you and root you, you know, on that journey again. We all are. I know I am. And like you said, he forces us to seek him closer, faster, stronger. You know, day by day because doesn't want us to forget in the good times right and i and i think that's the thing that's pointed out more and more to me you know like just as hard as you pray and you praise and you 
thank him and you sniveling and snobbling, you know, during the bad times. Like, you need to be doing it just it's as hard. hard. It's, it's not hard. hard. It's more. You know, even more now because it's like, ooh, I done made it through that and now I'm on the good side of this mountain and look at all these beautiful things that yes. I'm seeing and da, 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 and, you know, and finding those things to be grateful for and to be, you know, joyful about and, you know, and it can be anything, anything. And, you know, even in the worst of our moments, it's just finding that one thing, like, you know what? Okay, because I know for me, like, going back to, you know, how you were saying growing up, you felt like a foster child because you was hopping from family member to family member. And I'm battling within my self-esteem right now because of the fact that, again, you know, my mom is gone. Yeah. I was staying, you know, I was staying with her. So now I'm back hopping from family member to family member, you know, trying to get my finances back together, trying to, you know, get stable. And it's just like, and I get, I'm still got this mission that God has given me. Right. I still got this, this show that he's placed on my heart. Yeah, I still got these people, you know, these friends, these loved ones that need me. And, you know, and so I'm still trying to make sure, you know, I heal, you know, from within myself so I can be all that I need to be, you know, not only for myself, but for every, you know, every, everyone else. They even for every, but, exactly. but, and, 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 and because, yeah, because truthfully, in order for you to, because God placed people in on this earth for other people, you know, because that's part of our purpose. Our purpose is always going to be designed for other people. It's our purpose, but it's for someone else, right? So mm-hmm. your, pers- your, your purpose in life is to be, you know, is to adjust the crowns of women and tell them to rip a mask and be their authentic self. You know, that is your purpose, but it's designed for someone else. So you have to make sure that you are in a place and, and granted, a lot of people think they have to be 100% healed in order to help someone else. But it's actually when you're going through your healing process that you actually help other people. Though um, mm-hmm. so I am going through something that is like, you know, traumatic to me because something that is something that I have to deal with, I have to struggle with. But when I reach out to other women and into empower them and support them and encourage them and all that kind of stuff through my healing I am healing others because it's my time yes, yes. that is going to that I'm going to meet people along the way that's going to need me mm-hmm. so yes you're absolutely and right. he shows me signs all the time all the time every time I feel like I'm at my weakest I'm like Lord why am I doing this you know I'm still healing in this area in this area in this area and then he'll pop up with somebody like, sis, that episode, or sis, that picture, or this is it, and it touched me, and it did this, and it did, and I'm like, okay, yeah. okay, God, if you say so, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, and, and and that's what we we as <laughs> when you have a purpose, and and everyone has a purpose, brother. You know, people purpose. Some people purpose on this on this world is just for evil, and then some people in this and this purposes is for her life. So when you're placed yeah. on this this earth for her life, you know, um, just your own personal journey is always going to be heavier because how are you going to relate to that woman who is going through something, and how are you going to relate to her, or how are you going to relate to him? You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, people, they draw to you because of relatability. Like, okay, you can relate to what I'm going through, so I can 
come to you. So your your trials and your tribulations are always going to be heavier. It's always going to seem like you're going through something. Even in your good times, it's always gonna be like, well, dang, it's always something. And if you see somebody over here, they skipping through the flowers. They like life ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what are you? What's going on? Like my life is like, and and to them, they feel like, oh, you're you're doing great things. You're doing great and stuff. And you're sitting here like, child, I'm. You don't even know. Tomorrow, I just may just want to lay in this bed all day and not put on no lights and and stuff like that. But I have to get up because I have a schedule. To keep I have people to meet I have someone calling me for something so I have to get up but I really I don't want to even do that so it's always going to be a little heavier but God will not put more on you than you can bear so at all and my thing is now it just it's, it's really humbling though you know because everything that we go through like you said earlier is just for a purpose and like you said um makes me relatable because I, I thought about this a lot um because I before you know when especially at my heaviest point of depression I it was coming from a standpoint of why me like why am I going through this you know I you know especially because I'm, I'm running off the list of stuff I'm doing you know I'm in the church I'm serving I, I give out food I do this I do that and you know so in my mind again because that's old school religion right that's the way of thinking like because I'm doing all this that I'm supposed to I guess be also good and above you know what I, mm-hmm. so when you set my little butt down somewhere right <laughs> and brought me back to that I was like oh okay yeah I got to go through too just like everybody else like ain't no ain't nobody got no a free pass against not going through nothing mm-hmm. like who got a who got a free pass to say oh, oh I'm here but I ain't going through nothing and I'm the only one nobody nobody so gotta take it with stride we gotta take it with gratitude mm-hmm. it's like okay all right exactly, all right. <laughs> exactly. absolutely um another thing that i you know i try to do through my journey or what i have done through my journey um and i'm always promoting this is therapy um, therapy has really helped and tying that into religion my mother thought i was <laughs> that was gonna get hypnotized and <laughs> she's gonna do some stuff on me again another religious um doctrine that therapy is not good but therapy helped me i did about um about six months um, I'm, I'm trying to get back to it get back into therapy because mm-hmm. um, 2020 i think for everybody was a very sad and depressing time i'm gonna say for everybody that it was winning in 2020 but for me it was a very it was, it had its good and it had its bad but it really took me uh, for a loop um it really knocked everything that I was trying to do off off and so it knocked me off my horse and it did cause a deep depression for me at the end of the year leading me up until you know this year so mm-hmm. um so, um, me too. Too. Yeah. So I felt like I was in the fight with Mike Tyson. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Like literally, like what's going on? Like literally, it was it was hard. And even though I had people around me to support me, I support. mean, like I didn't want to answer the phone. I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to be around anybody. Um, I sort of stopped. You know, just pretty pretty much cut a lot of people off. And it, it wasn't a good thing for me. So as I'm coming 
out of that depression and and really trying to you know heal from that because in depression a lot of bad choices were made which now has affected my body so now I have to you know work even harder to get even more healthier um it was just it was it was hard it was it was hard it was a fight um you know I go through seasons of depression so I was used to that but my uh tools that I had set up on that time I didn't have anymore so it kicked my butt it knocked me completely down and a lot of people see me they would say oh but you were smiling and you seemed fine and I was I was toe up I was emotionally I was just checked out emotionally I was not there you know you see me physically like yeah. oh or you'll see me post something or, or inbox something you're like oh she seemed to be doing good but it was really like that was the only thing I did for that day <laughs> you know so yeah yes um because even for me what finally made me feel like I was finally finally back balanced was last week I went out to my uncle's um he stays out in Plant City, and he just let me have my, you know, my space, my freedom to just be with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, he works all day, pretty much sleeps all day, so it's the perfect place to be. Nothing but birds chirping in the morning and crickets uh clicking in the yeah. And I did that, and you know, and it wasn't until you know being there that I mean, I already knew I needed it, which is why I was trying to get there so bad. But it's not until I was there that I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, yes, finally, like, I was able to just get out so much, you know, that I had been holding in, you know, for the past, you know, few months or whatever. And, you know, I'll get out a little bit, you know, at times, but as far as like a full release and just a full claim of, you know, okay, we're done with this season. Like, right now, you know, and I ain't gonna say, you know, nothing ain't gonna rock right. again, you know, stuff happens. But, I made it through this blow, and I'm ready to, you know, to keep going and to, and to, and to and, you know, do what I got to do and then keep that enjoying my life and, you know, being that, you know, that free me that I am, you know, on the regular. So, but it definitely takes getting away. It takes knowing when to say yeah. no, and I'm learning that more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have to, you I'm have good. to take those moments, um, I definitely take those moments. That's another thing, a part of the self-care journey. Like, and this is what I, I did a few weeks ago, like where I totally disconnect. Um, I, you know, sat within myself. I think I put a post up when I was like, um, uh, it's, you know, sitting with yourself is scary, but it's necessary. Um, because then you start to really take apart a lot of, of who you are. And we have to know that each season, we either grow or something is taken away. And we have to know what that growth is and what that takeaway is. And so even in this season that I'm in, it's just like, okay, I'm okay. Every now and then, I'm okay with, you know, talking every now and then. But for the majority part, I need to sit with myself because I need to be able to overcome anything that I'm struggling with at the moment that I'm struggling with because we're going to always have struggles um, so how do I handle the struggle without it being self um, 
damaging or destructive. Um, how do I handle it without, you know, causing harm to others and hurting others? Exactly. Um, how do I continue to be me during that struggle, during that moment? Because the struggle is only a moment, you know. Um, but how do I, how do I get through it to make sure that when I come out of it, mm-hmm. I'm still be able to maintain and sustain who I am and not lose a piece of me throughout yeah. the process, but it empowers me. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And mm-hmm. forgiving That's yourself. Yes. Forgiving exactly. yourself for not, quote unquote, being whatever we thought we were supposed to be up until that moment. Like, fully, look, this is what it is know where we're right. trying to go okay we see what right trying to make you kiss boom i love you girl give me kiss Mwah. whatever you got to say <laughs> you know whatever you got to say because i know mirror work is a big part of what i do I, i'll get in that miracle in a minute and talk about whatever you know we talk about because um i know for me i had to give myself a little pep talk because i put back on right. you know a little bit of my weight you know, yes. the surgery and everything, and that you know that was a big deal for me because I had worked hard to get to where I was, and so that was a hurt. You know, that was almost you know, you know, to me, I had to mourn that situation. I had to mourn the fact that you know I wasn't where I wanted to be anymore. And okay, now I have to right. Say, you know, yes. yeah, now that I am, you can walk a little bit better. Okay, now I can. Because I was like in the gym almost every day, hitting it, making it work, and then 2020 hit, and that weight gain started coming on, and I stopped, and then the depression and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, it is devastating. You're, you know, I cried the other day about it. Like I can't this, you know, just it's just you know tearful. But one thing about life and about God and about you know self is my first on myself is that. Okay, I gotta, I got something. Okay, I'm gonna tackle it. Like, it's gonna be hard. It's not gonna be easy. But at the end of the day, it's gonna work. When you, you know, mm-hmm. get yourself back to where you were and even further, because I hadn't reached my goal for weight loss. So, you know, just have to keep it going and, and like, mm-hmm. forgive yourself. Like, um, I, I didn't do what I needed to do. Like, I should have worked harder. I should have, you know, did more. Like, you know, but, you know, like, but like you say, you must forgive yourself. And that's a hard thing to do sometimes. That's a hard thing to forgive yourself for, you know, the other day I was laying in bed talking about forgiveness. I was laying in bed mm-hmm. and I got my um, blood work back. Um, which, you know, this is literally last week. And I'm looking through my blood work and I'm like, tears are rolling through down my eyes because I'm like, okay, you know, here here, here we go. This is where we are. And I just started forgiving myself. I started talking to my body. 
I put my hand on my forehead mm-hmm. and I prayed and I asked God to heal me from the head to the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Mm-hmm. And I told my body that to forgive me. I said, body, forgive me for not taking care of you. Forgive me for putting poison in you, you know, as far as like the things mm-hmm. that I'm not supposed to eat and the things I'm not supposed to, you know, drink and things of that nature. Um, forgive me for not honoring you and not taking care right. of you. Right. And, you know, this is the body that I'm in and I need to find a way to get you to a place so that you can sustain and maintain on this earth and you're not dependent on anybody to take care of you because it's the body that shuts down. The mind can continue to stay active while the body is shutting down. So, but the thing is, our mind even controls all that too. So, as we are, as you were saying, as we were speaking that life right. and that health into you, you know, then that comes the other part. Like once we forgive ourselves, then that comes the faith and the knowing part. Like okay, we did up until now, but you know what? Boom! From here on, we are healthy. Exactly. We are whole. And speaking those things, and you know, and as it becomes natural, you're gonna do those things that you need to do exactly. anyway. And, and that it all works to just like forgiving you know, yourself, but in, we have to understand, like, <laughs> you know, our body is our temple that God has blessed us with. And we have to nourish that temple. And growing up, you know, you know, growing up, growing up poor, <laughs> you know, McDonald's and, you know, processed food and uh, whatever was on the table you ate. And you're not realizing as an adult, even you, ate what you know, and then be, and, and being around people who are health conscious is very important. One of the things that I have I have asked God for when it comes to my mate is that he has to be health conscious. He has to be, you know, even more health conscious than me. So. More health conscious than me, he's going to drive me to be health conscious. You know what I mean? You have to be very careful who's in your circle. I remember uh, I was dating this guy, and I'm mean, yep. in the gym every day. He ate, you know, he ate healthy, yada yada yada. So that drove me to do the same thing. And he never pressured me. Oh, you didn't get in the gym, nothing like that. I just saw him and was like. Hey, I want to, I want to, so I joined the gym and even though we did not work out together because he was a fanatic, he stayed in the gym for, but it allowed me to like, Hey, I want to, I want to, so I matched his energy when it came to it. So when, even after the, the relationship was over, I still kept on that habit. That's, I said, okay, God, I need a, I, I need my mate to be just as health conscious and, and I need him to be, you know, he ain't got to be fit, fit, but he needs to understand the importance of nutrition, the importance of taking care of your body, the importance of, you know, keeping a healthy weight, a healthy BMI. Like, he needs to know all of these things because I need a person in my life to be on top of that. When I hung around people who just mm-hmm. gorge on food and da 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 I mean, I was at my highest weight. Um, but then when I started being around people, very health conscious and going to the gym and watch what they ate and all this other kind of stuff, it made me want to be, made me want to say, okay, I need to work on my health. 
because I keep them working on their health. And the thing that you, I know, I know me, I'm not a competitive person, but when my friend be losing weight and mm-hmm. I'm not losing weight, I feel she's like, wait. Look, my thing was, and my thing for with for me, even though it's funny, because even though um, for the most part I hang around smaller people, like when I was on it, when I first started um, my yeah. journey, and I was on it, on it at my fullest potential, I was motivating them. It's like, girl, right? You know, you, and now they over here and they doing, right. they doing it, and I'm like, okay. You can't do that. Yes. Yeah. Like we have in your circle, we have really drive it. You know, it really. You know what they say. Um, look at the people that you hang out with, and that's who you are. You know, it's a it's a statement in that sort of form, and so you're looking at like, huh? Okay. Let's see why. You know those kind of things and you could be the motivator uh the influencer Mm -hmm. in your circle to do better and you have to just you know sort of just okay god uh what is my purpose in this group of friends am i the leader am i the influencer or am i the follower or you know am i the trend starter or am i the you know those kind of things well i would say sometimes it's all it's not even I'm not an either or type person. I'm just always both and. And because sometimes, yeah, I am a leader. Sometimes my friends, you know, because we all take on those different roles at different times, depending on what we all need and what's needed in the group. Because, like you said, that's why we're all, that's why Sports connected us, you know, together in the first place. Because, one, you know, when I'm having my weak moments, that's when one of them stepping up and then they're showing me their light, you know, and bringing me back to the light. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. You know, so it's all, you know, it all connects and it all works for the good. And, you know, when we build those connections and, and, you know, have those different bridges, then that's just all the more learning and gleaning that we got. So, or that we're getting rather. Right. So that way, yeah, it's, you know, and it's just a revolving, it's a revolving thing. Yeah, because everybody in, all in your circle all, have, you know, like, their own, like, you know, all of these something or that, that leadership and something. So, a lot of my friends are busy. Like when I'm in, when you see me hanging around, so I mean they're usually business women. They're very they either have their own business or they're, you know, they're very about their career and blah blah blah. Like they are those type of women. Like that's who I usually hang around. So I have a friend over here. She's like the business woman. You go to about you know finance. Mm-hmm. Friend over here. You go to about know how to you know make your non-profit work so they like all have like their own expertise and then you have somebody over here that's about you know fitness and health and so you sort of you know where they're going like hey girl like how you did that you know whatever but yeah so you know you always have to be like okay i'm probably like the most Mm -hmm. the most like self-care, self-awareness sort of person in my group and like togetherness and woman, da-da-da-da I'm probably like the most out of probably everybody that I sort of hang out with but but at the same time like I know like okay she's the fashion deep like hey how you, what do you, what would you put with Mm -hmm. this you know what I mean, yeah exactly exactly and it's crazy about praising our strength that brings us together anyway and recognizing, you know, 
how we all, you know, benefit from each other and how we all, you know, are helping each other, you know, to grow and whatever. So before, um, well, not even before we get too carried away, because we've already been talking and having all this good stuff. Um, I want to give you the opportunity to share okay, anything well, um, um, about again, my business. Name is Yvette um, I am the owner of Yvette um, Events and Company. I, I have been uh, owning a business since 2018 where I specialize in logistic management for uh, large events here in the Central Florida area. So like festivals and trade shows, women conferences, um, and things of that nature. I am also in the process of being uh, getting certified in counseling and in life coaching. So I will be coming up soon. Hopefully by the end of the summer, I will be a full force, full force a life coach. I do have my yes. I'm excited. Um, I do have my um, degree in uh, social work. My bachelor's degree right, in social right. work and business administration, and I also have my master's Ooh. degree in. Um, human services specializing in counseling. I'm just now just working on my certification. So yeah, so I am uh, really looking forward, uh, looking forward to it. My uh, specialty in life coaching will okay. be relationships and uh, trauma. So I'm very much so looking for for to really pushing that out by the end of the summer. Yeah. Um. And also, just to put a little, a little plug, I do have a women's group. Uh, we call yes, we call ladies you definitely that got it. Uh, Black ladies brunch too. Um, so, in, in that group, I have about you know about thirty women, and we do different things uh, together. We just yeah. don't go brunching, but we you know exercise together, encourage each other, empower each other, support each other in everything that each other has going on. Uh, we are. We're close. Most of us are pretty close, um, close knit, um, and we just love to be around each other. We travel together, uh, so yeah. So I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm looking forward to launching that into a more bigger platform soon. But right now, it's a smaller type platform, and I love it because it gives us like a true connection to each other. Um, but I am looking for a bigger platform. I'm going to be launching into a bigger platform probably in um, early 2021. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm definitely excited about all that. Let us know what we here at Mask Off yeah. can do to help support you in all of those endeavors. Um, especially, we can definitely hook up for any type of yes. women's empowerment event or you know whatever the case may be um because you already know that's that's me so anything self-love yep all that good stuff we can you know make it work but um definitely i want you to um send me like if you want to um like a little uh bio or just your link or whatever so i can attach this to this episode so that way people can find okay. you for events or for all right, I'll of, send um, you all women's empowerment and whatever, you know, that, you know, may be out there for you. So we want to make sure people can find you, all right? So I am on <laughs> I'm on um, Facebook at VetYDT handle, whatever you My Facebook is at Event Events. 
and Company on Facebook. And I'm also on Instagram as Yvette Events and Company. All right, all right. So again, this has been Mask Off Crowns On. I am your host, Kiana D, and we have been talking with the amazing, amazing Yvette Nicholson. I surely, I know y'all gonna get something from this episode, whether it's just a good laugh or a reminder to love yourself. So I thank you for tuning in, for staying tuned in for the whole episode with love, grace, and always blessings. Peace, guys. Okay. Till next week.